Wow, yeah, go ahead and take a seat. Man, let me just say, I have been completely blessed just being here. Um, not, not, not just, in, you know, spiritually speaking and, and getting to hear some of your stories. Some of you have come up and have told me some pretty, pretty miraculous stories. Like, hey, Miguel, before you even came, I was praying about that. Before you even came, man, I was talking to God and dealing with God about that very thing. And then you talked about it and then you said it. And then it was like, what? What's going on? Oh, my gosh, it's all mystical. And I don't know what to explain this. And what am I supposed to do? It's just like, whoa, you know. And it's kind of throwing us back a little bit. And um, I, I even had a couple of students pay for my lunch today and then pay for my coffee today. I'm like, this, this school is legit right here, man. So, you know, it's just, you guys have just blessed me in so many ways. And so, so I'm just, I've been privileged. So thank you, John, for inviting Patty, inviting me out. And, um, but I want to, I want to kind of um, uh, step into it just like a part two of just a continuation of this morning. We've talked about a lot of things, you know, it's, you know, we, the power of God and it can really change lives, right? That the power of God can really do that. And, and, and we've talked about several things and how you can uh, kind of prepare your life so that it's conducive for the power of God to move in and through you. And, and we talked about, man, getting past your past, uh, the shame and the things that we're carrying with us from our past. Uh, the residual effect that is still lingering in our life from our past, right? We talked about that on the first day. And then, and then we talked about just the power of prayer, just being with God, in the presence of God, being with Jesus. Uh, and then we talked about overcoming temptation. And, and regardless of, uh, if, you're, if you're brand new to the faith or, or if you've been walking with Jesus for decades, it doesn't matter. There, there's temptation around every corner and you have to learn how to overcome temptation, and then, yes, after that, we talked about the power of touch. You know, um, what if you just got involved with what Jesus was already touching? Not just, Lord, bless what I'm doing, but do what he's already blessing and, and serving and, and being involved and, and get, get involved over here, over there. Regardless, Lord, just use me. I just want to be, be close to you, right? Just the power of just a, a touch right there. And then this morning we talked about the power of pain, and, and, and I think it resonated with a lot of you. A lot of you came up afterwards. And, and this, the power of pain and the seasons of pain that we go through. And, and why and the purpose and, and the power that comes from going through those seasons. And I kind of want to continue like a part two to that. And I want to talk to you specifically about the power of waiting. The power of waiting. So I, I showed a picture. I don't have it tonight, but I showed a picture of my smoking hot wife, Janelle, um, so Janelle and Miguel, it's just, you know, it's like meant to be. <sighs> so, so we've been married almost 13 years, this March, 13 years, and uh, we've been, yeah, mostly her. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we've been married 13 years, five kids, gorgeous kids, I love my babies, and, um, and so for about a little over 10 years now, um, we have been in a stage that we've been waiting to get out, and it is the diaper stage. There's been diapers in our house for a little over 10 years. Just let that, let that linger a little bit, right? <laughs> Those of you who babysit or whatever, like you get, right? It's just, and, and there's like a smell, not necessarily like the poop smell, but there's just like a diaper smell in general, you know, that just stays there. And it's just like... It's just normal. 
And I've been in that stage for a while. And, and you know what? I, I, you know, I figured out what was causing it. We just kept having babies. So I'm going to, you know, I think we're done. But, uh, but regardless, I've been in this stage. And uh, we're waiting to get out of it. But some of you are waiting. You're waiting on something. Um, you're waiting for God to do something in your life. Um, some of you have actually expressed some of that to me, but, but I know this. I, I'm not, again, I'm not a prophet or anything. I'm just, I'm just telling you I've been in ministry for a little while now, and I understand that um, all of us, at least at some point, we're waiting for what's next. And we're waiting on God to give us clear, detailed instructions. We're waiting. We've been praying, and, and some of you have been praying for something like really good, God, can, 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 you, can you do something about my, my, my family? Can you do something about my kids? Can you do something about what's going on in my life? I've got a medical issue I'm praying about. Lord, I'm praying about this relationship. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Uh, God, there's something back at home, and my, my parents are struggling financially, and I don't know what to do. I'm in college, and I'm trying to figure this all out myself, and I'm waiting for you to just intervene and do something, right? Uh, I have a friend who, who's hurting, or I, I have a, someone who's drifted away from Jesus, and, and you're waiting for them to come back to the faith, come back to, to Jesus' feet, right, to the cross, and, and you've been praying, right, a family member or a friend, you're, Lord, I'm waiting for you, right? And some of these prayers that we're waiting on, they're so passionate and, 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 and sincere, and, and man, it breaks us apart, and we're crying, and we're broken in our rooms, just praying and, and yearning, God, please, wait. And you're asking, Lord, will you do this? Please, and, and, and you wait, and you wait some more, and nothing happens. I don't know if you've ever been there. I have totally been there. I have totally been there, just waiting for God. And it's almost like he's silent, like, why are you ignoring me? Why? And you're waiting. Let me just say this from the beginning. Uh, that just If you're taking notes tonight, let me just say this. A waiting season with God, a waiting season is never a wasted season. A, a waiting season is never a wasted season in your life. And I think, again, our, the way we process things, it's like we can't wait for things. The, the, uh, we, we, our default is to do it as fast as possible, as quick as possible. So we go to the grocery store, we, we go to the closest parking spot to the front door. Uh, we, we find the shortest line. Um, we, we, we go to these places and, and, and we operate in such a way of, uh, okay, I'm going to put this in the GPS, which is the quickest route? How do I get there the fastest so that I don't have to wait? This is how we operate most of the time, is in this default. And so when we have to wait, and, and we're in this waiting season, it often feels like it's a waste of time. I should keep going. Listen, if you're anything like me, man, I can't wait, right? I can't wait, even, like, I, I can't wait tonight to get in my comfortable bed, right? I, I can't wait until dinner, right? I, I can't wait until this happens. Like, I can't wait to get home to my kids. Like, I can't wait. Like, and if you're like me, um, being stagnant or, or, or being in the season of where I just have to wait for things, it doesn't do things very well for me, right? It doesn't, it kind of messes with me. And so if anything, I force myself to do something. 
It's hard for me to sit still. It's hard for me not to just, you know, go out and, you know, just I have to do something, right? I, I don't know if you're like that, but that's me. I have to keep moving. Multitasking is like, is like something that is, is praised in our culture, right? You have to keep moving, keep busy, stay busy. Uh, you, you have to do a bunch of things as quickly as possible. And, and you know what I ask? Whenever I go up to people, I, I ask them a question. And I'll say, hey, how are you doing? You want to know what the number one response is? Busy. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing today? Oh, man, it's busy. Yeah, I got I gotta, I gotta something to be, man. Busy. It's busy. Man, how's the semester going? It's busy. I'm just taking a lot of courses right now, man. I'm taking a lot of classes. I don't, even, I don't even get this class. It's Greek. I don't even get it. I didn't pass Spanish. The Greek is hard. Like, like what do I? Man, it's busy. It's busy. We live in a busy culture. Let me, let me just tell you this real quick. Here's my definition, my definition of busy. Buried under Satan's yoke. Busy. That's just my definition. You don't have to agree with me. I've just been, I've been around. I've seen some people, and they're busy, 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 busy all the time, all the time. Busy, got to do stuff, got to do stuff. More, 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 more. And there are more burnt-out pastors today. There are more burnt-out leaders today. There are more burnt-out moms and dads, and, and students can't pay off their loans, and they're overloaded in their semester. And, and man, everywhere I'm going, I'm seeing people that are busy and overwhelmed. And it's like, I can't wait. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And it's like, wow, when do you breathe, right? Waiting is not something our culture is used to doing. But a waiting season is never a wasted season with God. Let me read a, a verse. It's not on the screen. It's a verse, Isaiah 40. You can write this reference down. Isaiah 40, verse 29 through 31. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. It's such a great verse. Listen. He gives power. That's what we're talking about. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall fall faint and be weary. As energetic as you are, as passionate as you are, nothing can stop me. I can keep going. Man, I don't need sleep. Man, I don't need rest. I don't need, I can just go, 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 go. Even you will grow weary. And young men shall fall exhausted. See, you know, I think so many times, listen, I think the reason why some, so many young people fall sometimes, it's not because you don't love Jesus, it's because you're tired. I mean, I, I, I speak all over the country with young people camps and stuff, and listen, in my opinion, this is what I see in young people, you are so passionate about loving Jesus, right? I see it, it's evident, like, like from my perspective, it's not that you don't love Jesus, you are just exhausted, tired, weary in your spirit. If I came up to you one-on-one -on -one and I just said, how's your soul, how would you respond to that? Man, we're tired. We can't just sit and wait. And then it says this. Let me just keep reading. And then it says, but they who wait for the Lord, all caps, shall renew their strength. Man, why am I waiting? Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Oh, how many of us just need a renewal, man? Just need a little drink from the Holy Ghost. Like, yeah, I just need something, man. Feed me, please. Fill me up. We'll renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall not run 
They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now, perhaps the reason that, that many of us need to wait is just because we need a little bit of rest. Maybe God is saying, not yet, not yet, not yet. You just need to rest. You just need to stop and breathe. You just need to stop and be with me and renew your strength because the battle is coming in the next season I'm leading you to. You have no clue what's ahead of you, but I do because I've seen it because I'm, I'm the alpha and the beginning and the end. I've seen the beginning. I've seen the end. I know what's next for you. And you need to rest. You have to have your strength for what you're about to face next semester. It's important for you to wait. Wait so that you can renew your strength and have the strength to endure it. In John chapter 11, there's a great story. I want to read it to you. It's a great story. Uh, there's, there's a couple of ladies here and their brother Lazarus is sick. Some of you have heard this story. It's a pretty popular story in church. If you've been around church, you've heard some of these stories. This is such a key story that I want us to hone in on. I want us to look at real briefly here. Mary, first of all, let me just give you just context on the people real quick. So chapter 11, John 11 is where we're going to be. You can go ahead and look that up. If you don't know where John is, just fake it. And uh, there's a cheat sheet. It's called the table of contents. Just look at that. All right. So, um, so we're looking at the story, and, and um, Martha, the kind of person Martha is at least described as, she's more of that detail-oriented person. You know, she's the type A. She's the, you know, everything's got to be in order. She's the one you call if you want to plan a great wedding. She will make sure it happens. She's that friend in your life that just gets crap done. You know what I'm saying? You know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There they are. So listen, that, that's, that's Martha, okay? Detail, high, you know, that, that's her. She need, she's the pastor's admin because pastors are all in the clouds all the time. We're all up here. Everything's a vision. I'm not feeling it. Oh, yeah, I think God wants me to go over here. That's pastors. And then, and then your admin, the, the Marthas of your life will go like, there's, you have no idea what that's going to take, do you? You don't know what that's going to cost. You don't know she, that, all the order, right? That's, what, that's Martha. Mary's a lot more chill. She's a little more laid back. She's like, I want my Snuggie. Give me my Ugg slippers. I'm chilling tonight. Okay, bring them on over. Who cares if it's not clean? The house, there's dishes in the sink. Don't worry about it. We're just going to watch a movie, man. It's going to be cool, right? This is Martha's a little more chill. Lazarus is the bro here. He's the brother. And, um, and th this is the, the, the scriptures here. They, they give us a little bit of a hint of the relationship that they had with Jesus. And, and Jesus, although he loved everybody and all that, um, there was a special kind of love. Almost like a family type love, you know, there's such close friendship. But, but even more than that, it was like this family kind of love that they had with Jesus, you know. And I don't know if you know people like that, but listen... We love everybody, but there are certain people we, you know, we might not like them all that much, okay? You know, you, you know those kind of people, you know, like uh, the kind of people that they, they, they brighten up the room when they leave. You know what I'm saying? There's, a, there's those kind of people. And then there's the people that you love hanging out with. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, don't look at them. Don't look at them. <laughs> so yeah, so, so this is like a special kind of love, right, that Jesus has with these people. So let me just read a, just a couple of verses, John 11, verses 1, and also verse 3. Um, now a man named Lazarus was sick. 
He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. And then verse 3. So the sisters sent word to Jesus. Lord, the one you love is sick. The one you love is sick. Again, there's a special relationship. She's making it clear. Hey, listen, you've been doing a lot of stuff out there, Jesus. I've been watching your Instagram. I've been watching all your photos, man. It's been growing. It's been booming. People are getting healed. Now, guess what? The one you love, the, 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 the guy here, your, your best bud, dude, your bro, is sick. And it's almost like there's this expectation, like, you're, you're, you must be coming then, right? You're, you're going to be on your way. This is serious. This is not a joke. This is for real. H- have you ever been in a place where, like, you see, like, Jesus or, or you see God blessing other people that don't even go to church, don't even love God, and yet they're getting blessed like crazy, or at least it seems that way, right? And you're like, whoa, why haven't you answered my prayer yet? But my neighbor who, like, hates like God is totally getting blessed up right now. I don't get it, right? It's a a little bit of that tone and how I'm reading this. And so she sends him this message and and now what is she doing? She's just waiting. She's just waiting. Have you ever, you know, you sent a text message, you know, and you're sending the text and then, you know, uh, they start to text you back and you see the bubbles, right? And you kind of get like, you're seeing the bubbles. Oh, they're, they're, you're texting me back. Oh, man. And then like a minute passes. You still see bubbles. A couple minutes pass. Four or five minutes pass. You're like, geez, this person's writing up a monologue. I cannot wait to read what they're going to say. Like, whoa, they are really taking time and considering my very important text that I just sent them. I'm so thrilled that they have done this. And then five, six, seven minutes pass. And then all of a sudden they text you back one letter. Okay. What? All that? I waited for that, right? It's like so, you're so frustrated with it. And, and, and so, so Mary, she sends this message, right? She, uh, one day passes, two day passes, you know, and, and she's just going like, okay. At this point, she's feeling kind of frustrated. Why haven't I heard anything, man? Jesus, you could have sent a dove. Man, you had, I mean, send an animal to talk to me. Like, do something, right? Come on, you're, you're, you're the son of God. You're powerful. You've done some things. You can at least send something to me. Give me a, give me a, a beautiful sign. There's the sign. 